This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, we have Kristen Burt. And we were just talking about Fisk, so this is going to go really well. We have Kristen Burt. We have Robert Burrill. And we have, from Australia, Brad Blanks. Oh, what a crew. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? Hi, Brad, hey, how Robert. are you? Hi. Yeah, very good. Tom, great to see you, mate. Brittany, beautiful. I love that you're a Swifty, Brittany. Oh, through and through. It's a rad Brad, of course I'm a Swifty. Like, it's anything fantastic. generic, I am. But I love this. Yes. You know, That's when the great. Beatles That's broke. Be- who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. So, Brad, yeah, been, uh, we've, we've been talking about Fisk, man. We I just started watching last night. What a you know the show? Yeah, well, I've watched one episode too because when an Australian show turns up in the top ten of Netflix, you go, <laughs> "What the heck's going on here?" <laughs> and, uh, so, <laughs> Good point. Yeah, and I had I had like friends in Australia, and I got to tell you, quite boring friends said, you got to watch this show, Fisk. And I went, all right, you're boring people. And then I watched it and I went, oh, my goodness. I went, I, I, I'll have to re-put them in a different list of my non – put them over in the non-boring friends because this show is fantastic. And uh, it's it's like a it's like a play, isn't it, Tom? It moves so quickly. Oh, it's And you've got to be quick on the lines, on, on the one-liners because you think it's quite boring because the, the, the star of the show, this character, is very demure. And, of mm-hmm. course, Tom, in the opening few scenes, she wears a, a brown pantsuit uh, with a brown <laughs> jacket and she has four of those and she and she, and, and the colour of the suit uh, blends into the colour of the illegal chair she's sitting in. So Aww. what I've just described to you is a very boring scenario and a boring person, but this character is, is incredible. It's like a... Aussie female version of Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, I can see ways, that. Right, right, Tom? And that's yeah. exactly what you just said. When that person walks up and she's sitting in a chair that's the exact same color yeah. as her outfit, goes, are you that fat? Okay, I'm so yeah. excited. I literally have never Great heard of this till this moment, and they got five people yeah. telling me it's good. It is. Well, it's, it's yeah. a, only been on for one week, and uh, the, the woman's a, a known comedian, you know, chat. She's on radio shows and she goes on TV shows on panels and stuff. Kitty Flanagan is her name. And she is legitimately shocked that she ended up in the top ten of Netflix. I mean, there's more higher-budgeted Australian shows that that tried to to get that and and haven't done it. And that's kind of what makes it more endearing, too, is the fact that you can see that it's just a shoestring budget. It's just some (laughs) funny people. The law office is clearly just like, oh, we can shoot in here? Okay, let's shoot in here. (laughs) And, yeah, yeah, it's it's just the writing and the acting that completely knock it out of the park. Well, here's one for you, too, Tom, and you'll you'll love this. The gentleman who runs Gruber and Gruber, Mr. Gruber, the lawyer, he's a uh, uh, a huge Australian morning show radio host. Uh, oh, massive. really? Uh, oh, I didn't know yeah, Marty that. Yeah, Marty Sheagold, and has been very successful By the uh, way. for 30, 30 years in Melbourne, Australia. So you've, you, I'm watching it, and you've got a mix of characters all coming in. The uh, the webmaster, the, the young Asian-Australian dude, he's yes. a stand-up comic I- I- in Australia, and he keeps on getting better and better, doesn't he? Every, oh, I, every line he you. has, he's very funny. You're absolutely right. And by the way, they don't. nobody refers him to ever as... Because they're attorneys, they don't refer to it as grubber and grubber, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, grubby son no, of a... No. <laughs> That's so funny. And then I, I do have to, while we're talking about great Australian shows, I do have to do a quick plug because I did a deep dive on this like a year or two ago, and I hope it's still on Netflix, but uh, Rake, the original Rake. Oh, the original, uh, yeah. Loved it. Yep. So good. Yeah. So good. Yep. One yeah, other no, Very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make some good ones. We like... We're a, we're a nation of scoundrels and gamblers and uh, con men, yeah. Which she might have summed me up, right? Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's you, Brad. Yeah. Kristen, yeah. you got to watch it. I'm telling you, it's it's. I will add it to my list. There's a, a long list going on. <laughs> One thing I will tell you, and this is a tip: it's an Australian show, not a show from New Zealand. Because I've noticed shows from New Zealand, you cannot understand one damn word they're saying. <laughs> that, that well, they had show? us for a long time. The Kiwis, the Kiwis were outdoing us creatively yeah. on the gold, 
on the on the big stage. Yo, and late in the O's back there, like 15 years ago, uh, the flight of the Concord. I was about to say the flight of the Concord. Yeah. Loved it. And one yeah. of the so best good. the best shows ever made. And mm. us Aussies were all like, "Damn it! Why couldn't we create something like this? This is spectacular." So we're we're happy we're having a renaissance that doesn't involve a, a guy with a long knife and a crocodile, which is big yes, for that's us. true. But I love those too. I know, I love those It all comes around again. I mean, they're remaking Night Court and stuff, so I feel like it's only a matter of time before uh, Paul Hogan has to dust off the knife again, I think. I think we should get Kristen drunk and have her go after us on the air. That's what I think. Yes. Well, Kristen, that sounds good. Really? (laughs) She goes, really? I was like, really? I'm a happy drunk. I'm not a violent drunk. I can see that, Kristen. We've got nothing in common. I'm like, give me a margarita and I will giggle all night long. That's it. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. It's not a depressant for me. <laughs> yeah, Brad, Brad's like, uh, give me 14 of those and I'll also be giggling. <laughs> yes. I'm yeah, seeing you drink, a Brad. Yeah. I am. Sugar I'm it literally, like one drink and I'm already over the oh, edge. Oh, so. we saw the Instagram video of you having half a margarita and then singing ABBA all night karaoke oh. style. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I that is see. Very true. Works out for me. That's all I have to say. Now, Brad. Tom. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> I was I'm nervous. Go, what the like, hell? I the Did we just have a meltdown on air? <laughs> yes. we got a, honest to God, he's like, what? What do you want, well, Tom? Or I, think, I think we welcome all got back. nervous for well, Brad. Welcome back to the Mitch McConnell <laughs> yeah, podcast. Mitch, where were you going <laughs> to? Mitch, Mitch. What uh, the hell? Get him out of here. Yeah. Oh, that was so sad. It was so <laughs> that sad. That was really sad. Oh, God. I do it myself, but you know. <laughs> In any case, okay, so we talked about Fisk. We've talked about a number of things. What do you, what are our entertainment reporters, Brad? Oh, and well, to me, I'm, look, I'm not a real, I'm, yeah, Kristen's well, a real life is. entertainment reporter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, we're, real, we're well aware, Brad, where you fall in <laughs> yes, here. Yeah, good, good. Thank you. Except- before we get too deep. I have to pull people up. Yeah, Before we get too deep. introduce me as a journalist, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, no, I know better than that. No, you would never. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for my interviews to blow up. Yeah, that's that's when I have a result. Like, when I, I want to go when viral. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, try, I'm trying to get a moment that goes boom, so um, without oh. actually doing anything. But but I do have a, a, another, Tom, a blast from the past uh, in light of, you know, we're Obviously, about a month ago, Indiana Jones came out and Harrison Ford was out doing the press. And as Kristen would know, he's quite a grumpy sort of guy, isn't he, Kristen? <laughs> he he sure yeah. is. And if you get more yeah. than a one-word answer, yes. you are lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I pulled out an old interview. He, what The movie he was in was with Rachel McAdams. Now, um, it was probably 12 years ago, Kristen, the one where – it was a morning show. I think he was a morning show host, and Rachel oh, was his producer. Yeah, it was a Morning Glory. Morning, morning Glory. Glory. That's it. It's actually, it's a cute movie. All right, good. All right, there you go. Tom put that on the list. Morning Glory. <laughs> morning Glory. And, Tom um, will hate it. Tom will hate it. Don't yeah, don't put yeah, it on your list, Tom. Yeah, okay. He's softening up. I reckon he's softening. <laughs> oh, I reckon. Well. <laughs> yeah, romantic. Up. Hold hands. Watch it, Tom. Um, yeah. And <laughs> anyway, I was standing there on the red carpet, and Harrison Ford. Comes up in front of me and um, and Rudy, uh, yeah, th- this is how it goes. Yeah, here you go. Hello, Mr. Ford. How are you, sir? I'm Brad. Um, what was it like playing this gentleman who's a bit of a well, an angry man who's at, at the end of his career? <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Very funny man. What an asshole. Uh, now this fellow, is there any anything inside you that you, know, you can compare yourself to? This, uh, this, um, this no, no, no. I'm nothing like that at all. You're actually I'm a really sweet guy, and I'm easy to get along with. Now, yeah. Playing with Rachel McAdams, uh, she told um, the beautiful young actress. Oh yeah, that girl. Yeah, yeah. She all right? Yeah, she's great. She's really, she's incredibly talented young lady. She kept you in line. Nobody keeps me in line, man. Still a wild, still a wild man. No. Hi. Oh my. Mr. Harrison Ford, a man. A few words. Brad, why is your voice like that? Who are you? Uh, uh, I was just wondering. Uh. That sounded like a scene from Fisk. Like it that did. sounded like the, the timing. The You're right. yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, that video is yes. so good. 
Yeah, I, so I, I put it up and it got 1.3 million views on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. oh, good. People just love silence and, and, and me drowning, which is Awkward great. Awkward know, silence so, is the hardest yes. thing on when you're on the other end of the microphone. Oh. You guys got to check this video oh out goodness. too. Me and Rudy were watching it this morning and Rudy was laughing so hard. I was concerned for self. But Ru Brad kind of looks around like, is there a grown-up that's going to help me yeah. during the silence? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so funny. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. But I reckon I cracked him. There was a moment there in Harrison Ford's eyes where he got totally. a glint, where he actually enjoyed what he was doing. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. It's worth a watch for sure. Which Good work, it, Brad. So, I was just yeah. going to say what's so interesting about his recent press junket for Dial of Destiny. He brought Calista Flockhart around, you know, his wife, mm -hmm. and they like leaned into the whole like cute Hollywood couple thing. And he was actually very, very sweet and chatty during his press junket. But I know he was really trying to push this Indiana Jones, which didn't do great at the box office, but it's it was a complete 180 from what we saw in your video. Yes. Yeah, he improved. That's right. And I've seen him. I saw him take us with a British uh, reporter. He took a swig of whiskey with, with her in the morning. and uh, But you could see Ryan Gosling. Oh, sorry. That was for, um, sorry, that was back in the, the uh, not Ryan Gosling. Um, anyway, he was sitting there and he took a swig and everyone's laughing and everyone's giggling. So he's try, he tried really hard. And look, that interview I did with him, that's that moment where the sweat rushes to every part of your body. <laughs> you know, I'm sweating down my forehead. Um, yeah, you, you're thinking of, and I trained for this moment, and um, but I got the desired result. Now, online, I had a lot of haters because there are a lot of real-life Indiana Jones fans, and they thought I disrespected no, uh, Indiana Jones. did not. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It, it was, was a great. softball yeah, um, question. It wasn't exactly. like, you know, what's, what was your relationship like with your dad? With like, it wasn't a personal thing. If you thing, ask one question just slightly the wrong way, yeah. they will come after you in the comments. I it's love really... the idea that these nerds are attacking you online. I oh, love it, Brad. I, I replied to one, and my wife tells me, do not reply to no, them. Do not reply <laughs> to them, Brad. Keep it going. I said, oh, what a, I, I'm overcoming this. <laughs> this is part of my this is part of my um therapy of overcoming criticism yeah. and just rolling with it. And I, I I said to one dude, I said, just chill out, man. We're just having a laugh. It's just, you know, like, just take it easy. No worries, man. Yeah, you know, like that. And he replied, but my comment to him got 210 likes. <laughs> of course, I'm counting them. Brad, <laughs> <laughs> I say get in the mud. Act a fool. Get in the Why mud, not? Brittany, you're crazy. I'd like to see you get in the comments. I reckon you'd hold your own pretty good. I mean, yes. I, there's an enjoyment there, right? Yeah. Have you ever interviewed uh, Hugh Grant? Because I love not yes. many, not many celebrities yeah. will I watch on the red carpet or watch, but like he just. <laughs> doesn't give a shit anymore especially since like the whole the whatever her name was the scandal with the prostitute and stuff Elizabeth and so Hurley. Uh, well, yeah. no the prostitute he was with Elizabeth right. at the time but the right. pro yeah, yeah whatever Kristen, yeah. Kristen knows Elizabeth Hurley I know Divine Brown yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shows you difference that's a difference Entertainment reporters right there, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, the funny thing is, but do you know the corner of where it happens? Like, that's the funny thing. Like, when you go down Sunset, you're like, it happened right here. And the only reason the cops pull, a, like, went up to the car was because it was actually moving. Yeah, not like, subtle. It was yeah. physically oh. moving with that sexual act that was going on and they're like well, what's going on in here that's why they stopped because it's a relatively quiet corner because it moves into a residential neighborhood off of sunset in that area Jeez. good on you grant good on him yeah he owned it too he went on leno the following week didn't he yeah during that whole thing in hollywood because everyone now is just like let me just write a little notes um apology on my iphone and you know put it out there on instagram and turn off the comments he went out there and faced it. That's why people found it charming. Yeah, and yeah. he just kind of has like that sheepish, like, yeah. oh, you know, like the the you know, boy in the class that yeah. like, oh, you know, you love him, but you're like, ah, you scamp. Because it wasn't anything. <laughs> he didn't murder anybody. No. He didn't assault anybody. He got a blowjob and he's in a relationship. So like, oh, you got... But it's also, as far as scandals go, it's if anything, it helped the movie. Because I think the movie was set to bomb and that's why he was in a depressed... Let me just escape mode, mm -hmm. and then, but and then it kind of gave him like this edge, like, oh, Hollywood Bill, who's this guy, Charlie Sheen, getting a knobber Ooh. during the, and then, 
But he wasn't Charlie Sheen. That's why no, I think yeah. it was such a salacious mm-hmm. story, too. You have the most gorgeous girlfriend, you know, who puts on her Versace gown with, like, the safety pins. And then, you know what I mean? You're like, who would cheat on Elizabeth Hurley? Well, Hugh Grant did. And, you know, that was just, if if she was dating Charlie Sheen, we would have been like, eh, expected. Yeah. So it was yep. unexpected. And I think that's why it became such a headline. So what was it like to interview Hugh, though? Because I would imagine. Oh, no, it, it, well, that, yeah, that one that one was you know, about 12 years ago. The movie did when they moved to a farm, him and Sarah Jessica Parker, I think. And, um, okay. Yeah, but some, yeah, I, I love know. how I'm doing, I don't know the names of any of these stupid yeah. films. <laughs> you, the plot has stuck was, with you. Yeah, yeah. But just it was like, like that, like, uh, like, yeah, they moved to a farm. That's when I had my first child. Okay. I had my first child. <laughs> that was also Sarah Jessica Parker's yeah. really bad movie era. She had a yeah. bunch of them, like Family Stone, and that just like tanked but she was killing it on sex in the city but it just didn't translate to rom-com success in the movie theater yeah so i i I had he was he was well he wasn't great i knew he was going to be prickly so i just yeah i think i just what i do with that i I realized that i'm not really going to get an interview i think i just complimented on his clothes that he was wearing and then he he sort of then just hung did he just walk away yeah yeah no it, it came out quite good because i played it a bit People wanted to hear that video after the um, after the whole Oscars meltdown when he was on there with, um, you know, uh, I Ashley, I Graham. Uh, Ashley Graham. Yes, Ashley Graham. Right. Yeah. Ashley Graham. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was and, in that um, for like two yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and so that video went quite well. Because maybe it was a, a lesson in how to handle a prickly guy in you, Grant, because you've you've just got to go, as soon as you go to him, go, I'm beneath you, and I'll happily accept that role of me being your punching bag. Mr. Grant, and um, and and he doesn't really want to punch down. It's just that he was so set up on that Oscars red carpet that he kind of begrudgingly did the interview, and and the questions were quite inane. Although he's <laughs> meant to roll with inane questions, that's what you sort of get paid to do. But uh, I think that whole experience just shocked him. And uh, who would have thought you, Grant, would go would be the biggest? He arguably was one of the biggest stories of the Oscars um, for not doing much. Yeah, um, <laughs> for Brad. being curmudgeonly, that's all it that's was. Right. Yes. And, and I think right. what people exactly. don't realize at that Oscars red carpet, it is so easy to say no to an interview because of the way they have the red carpet set up. They have like an express line in the middle. You can go to the regular person red carpet in the back, where just like you know, studio executives walk and don't get interviewed, or you're on the A list celebrity red carpet. All he had to do was just be like, "Not tonight." and darge up there and go into the theater. So I don't know why he set himself up for that. Maybe, but, maybe hey, we were talking about it. He might have been counting on Brendan Fraser just slugging Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> and not taking uh, all up all the attention for the night. I love that. No yeah, question. Yeah. Do they have a beef? Do they, do they have a beef? No, yeah. that was just a right, call back to Will saying, Smith yeah. hitting Chris Rock and everything everybody <laughs> yes, talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good. heard around the world that we'll never right. forget. And, and Will right. Smith has not recovered from, so... No. Still, no, I sure. still insist that was fake. It, it was not. I promise you, it is tank. <laughs> Where is security, here. for Christ's sake? You I, cannot just let a guy this, walk up on stage. I know. And I will tell you that Will Smith did not want his career to tank. People don't want to touch him right now. Good. He is He's a still pain in the ass. Well. That's what it did. I mean, like literally his anger got the best of him and the Academy handled it wrong because they let let him in the building. And then Will Smith went to the Vanity Fair party and was like dancing to get jiggy with it. The optics were horrendous. Nobody wants to tank their career that way. And he did. Well, he's a moron. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Is that a good argument? Yeah, well, good yeah, and, I mean, he was. And, and it's, I promise you that was not staged because nobody tanks their career like that. What's the name of that uh, airport out there in Los Angeles where all the big private jets fly out of? Van Nuys. It's Van Nuys. Yeah, there you go. And I can't remember who the comedian was, but he told me so. He came to town. He's sitting there talking. He goes, Tom, I know you don't like the guy anyway, but I got a new one for you. He said, I was coming here, and for some reason, he Will Smith was coming here in his private jet. So he asked if I wanted to ride on his private jet to Minneapolis-St. Paul. So I did. And uh, he said, driving out there, I went to Van Nuys. He said, I didn't know that was a private jet airport, all the rest of it. And he gets on the jet and he looks over at Will Smith and says, man, I, I had no idea this, this airport was even up here. I mean, every, the, the cheapest airplane here has got to be $50 million. What's this all about? And he goes, huh, I'm Will Smith. Really? Hmm. Okay, thanks. I feel much better about myself now. Thank you. 
I mean, I'm it's that wild, Smith. wild west money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great thing. Wild, wild west. <laughs> Good reference. I like that reference. <laughs> All right, you two, you got to you gotta head to the house. Who has to head to the house? Yeah. I thought you did. Yeah. I'm, Not me. I'm, I have to go to work. <laughs> yeah, I to, and I have to take my kids to camp. Oh, All nice. Right. Yeah. Which, <laughs> what kind of camp is it? Uh, just one of those sports camps nice. for yeah you know, kids under eleven. They're not really playing sports. They're trying to catch balls. But to be fair, you can't call they, it ball camp. That's not, <laughs> that's no, not great. Yeah, no. Too much has had a lot of accusations. Well, bye, Brad. Bye, Kristen. Love you yeah, both. Thank you. Tomorrow. Thank you. Oh, she loves you now. What do you think I of love, that I action? I love them both. I, I love, love Brad. You. I love Kristen. They're they are so great. lovely. You are correct, Sister Brad Blanks and Kristen Burt. Phenomenal. Be right back right after this. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it and at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Acoustic wave therapy is the latest advancement in the erectile dysfunction. It's a non-surgical, non-medication solution to improving your natural erections. I highly recommend Twin Cities Premier Health for this therapy. For better erections and optimal sexual performance at any age, get back on track to a healthy, satisfying sex life with your partner. No medications, no surgery, overseen by their highly trained health professionals all along the way. Right now, I have a special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346. Go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and use promo code TOM. Twin Cities Premier Health Acoustic Wave Therapy Protocol is provided via a medical device that delivers a painless, low-intensity, high-frequency shock wave over the surface of the skin over a series of treatments. This non-invasive, highly effective science-based procedure creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Use promo code TOM when you go online to schedule a free consultation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, hailed by the Minneapolis Star Tribune as the sharpest political commentator on the Twin Cities comedy scene, Robert Burrill in studio. He's at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, Friday, and Saturday as well. Look at that promo. Wednesday and Thursday are already sold out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm for real. Well, thank you. That must feel so good. Well, how much did it cost you? Yeah, quite well. I, like I said, I'm I married to a, uh, an Italian. I have an Italian wife who's actually a grandmother, so I became an instant step grandpa. Oh, there you uh, go. That's my Instagram handle's Instagrampa. That's a joke, but also a real thing. Uh, but her family, her ex is Puerto Rican. So between the Italians and the Puerto Ricans, I mean, that's just the sold out show right there. Just is I just have family to, Yeah, it's just all the kids, in. the grandkids. Yes, very. Uh, incredible reproductive powers the uh, the, the Puerto Ricans <laughs> and Italians have between yeah the, the Puerto Rican libido and the Italian uh, lack of contraception you know it's yes. a perfect recipe for uh, repopulating. One of my best friends in the world has been since I was a little boy, Tommy O'Brien, half Irish. Half Puerto Rican. <laughs> when they get in arguments at that house, you better not go in there. Oh, I can only <laughs> imagine. Yeah. Like, but the whoa. food has to be amazing. Oh, God. I, I wonder his mother, Dea, Dea Dina. Nice. Purcell was her, her birth name. What a lovely person. And when she got mad, she would always <laughs> she would get mad at her husband. Uh, it was so wonderful because she would try to keep it down, but she would look in the sink and she was really pissed at him. She'd go, Kiss my ass, Vita. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always, I loved it. It's always good to have some whiskey on hand to take the edge off the stabbing. You know, you want to balance it out. <laughs> That's exactly right. Those are great memories you mm-hmm. just gave me, man. Yeah. Those are great memories. Ladies and gentlemen, the news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. The lovely and talented Chris Eggert. How you doing, sir? Good morning. How are you? Marvelous. Excellent reporting this morning. Or anchoring. You weren't a reporter. You're an anchor. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I thought you were doing a good job. You don't think you did a good job? Uh, I was fairly lucid this morning. I, I probably did okay. Thank you. Well, I'm giving you the big compliment and you can't take it. What's wrong with you? No, I'm because I'm a Midwesterner. We don't take compliments. We deflect. Come on. Yeah. Huron, South Dakota. Is that what it is? No, I'm not from Huron. Nobody's from Huron. <laughs> I'm not from Huron. Okay, I do never not mind. claim that as my hometown. I'll tell you that right now. So what's big in the news this morning, Pally? Uh, the big game we're playing now, is it a summer cold or is it COVID? Oh, that's right. Yeah, a lot of that going on. Uh, there's another variant, X surprised. Uh, and uh, it's uh, getting, it's spreading pretty quickly. There was a, paper a couple weeks ago the they're testing the duty water here in the twin cities area right so they're looking in the in the sewer systems to be able to monitor because they're like a couple weeks ahead of when they start seeing the cases actually show up at the doctor's offices in the hospital and a couple weeks ago uh, the monitoring of the wastewater they'd already shown that the numbers were kind of headed up a little bit so uh yeah it's uh, something to be careful for these days what's interesting you bring that up because i'm for the last about two weeks, I've been constantly clearing my throat, and my voice is about a, an octave higher than it normally is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I mean, I literally like usually I talk like this, but I I literally did. I don't know. I may I don't think it's COVID. I really don't. But a cold wouldn't have lasted that long, so I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, I don't know. And then are are we at the point in all this where we're not testing anymore? Are we still testing? Yeah, I don't know. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. It's we're in the one-year-old world, so we're constantly sick, and so I have yeah. that as a pass where I go. And then also we play the game like, is she teething or does she have every disease always? I don't know. <laughs> but one of us is always has diarrhea, or throwing up, or all the stuff, and we just kind of like we. I forget that COVID is something we should even test for. Like people will be like, oh, does she have COVID? I'm like, I don't know. I'll ask her, um, but I'm not sure if she's been testing lately. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's kind of a weird, a weird space on that. I had a, a buddy whose girlfriend was or fiance was in town a couple of weeks ago, and they all got together as a family, um, and like a whole bunch of people got sick. Like this family group that had gotten together, and 
like they couldn't fly home and they did the whole bit where like they drove all the way out to Colorado because they didn't want to get on an airplane with COVID. And I was kind of like, geez, that's, that's a big sacrifice. I'm like, I think I probably would just double masked and hopped on the plane if it was me, but mm, I don't know. We're in a weird place with it. Yeah, we are. What are you going to do? You know, Hey, listen, Dr. Fauci had to make money somehow. What do you expect from him? Somebody's making money. There's no doubt about that. that. Right. (laughs) A lot of money too. (laughs) <laughs> but what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, it's just different variants, I guess. We'll just we'll try to slog through. What do you think? Well, it's going to be a variant in our lifetimes like that. I mean, they've yeah. already. It's, yep. It's that's how it's going to go. So. So I I get up this morning and I'm I'm going for a walk and just before I went for a walk I watched your news, and after about the third case of uh, some guy murdering someone and going to prison for the rest of his life, I just went. You know what? I got to go. Man, you had a lot of murder on the news this morning. Yeah, well, there was a sentencing that happened yesterday for one of the guys involved. It was right after COVID when things started to open up again. Uh, it was the Truck Park Bar, which is right right, right there in downtown St. Paul, by, just down the street from the Excel Energy Center. Mm-hmm. And a couple guys got in like a gunfight in the bar Jeez. and like 10 people were injured mm-hmm. and one one young woman got killed and so they just sentenced the final guy in that yesterday i think he got like 38 years yeah so, he did um and what a <clears throat> i do remember that really jumping out at me because it was right after covid and things had been closed and you know the bars and stuff were opening up again and god what a horrible thing to have happen when you're there but yeah we did have a lot we do have a lot of kind of uh, shooting-ish stuff going on. <laughs> shooting-ish. <laughs> they're kind of shooting-ish stuff. Bullet-related. Well, there's uh, no way to... Yeah. There's no way to sugarcoat it. I have to ask you a question because I have a friend, and this was many, many years ago, probably like 25 years ago. Does this ever happen to you as a TV news anchor? Because it did happen to him. Uh, do, do you pre-read your stories before you go on the air? Oh, my God, yes. Absolutely. some people don't. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> you can, and you can tell. <laughs> and you can tell. He actually, after this happened, he started pre-reading all his stories, sitting at the anchor desk. He's the head anchor on the news. It's the nightly news in, in his town, and he's doing the report. We now go to a, a story about an unfortunate loss of life. Blah, blah. Picture of his best friend popped up. He didn't know his oh, best friend had God. been murdered. How how would you handle that as a TV news anchor? I mean, that's got to oh, be tough, God. man. So always um, pre-read your news, pal. <laughs> well, God. there's a there the probably the textbook example of that when it can happen and how it can go wrong was um, several years ago. It was out. I think it was um, in the Bay Area. There was some kind of breaking news and. Um, I can't remember what it was that some people were involved in. It feels like it had something to do with a plane crash. It it doesn't matter. Um, The anchor who was on the desk was handed this piece of paper, like was given the script at the last last second, didn't pre-read it. And they went on the air and it was like all made up names. Oh, yeah. So she's like, we just received the information. And it was like, um, cream of some young guy yeah it was was an asian airline that had that had went down and they talked about the names of the pilots and they were like right yeah some young man yeah and it was basically them making fun of asian names and that guy actually got fired for it the guy who wrote that like the intern who wrote that report yeah because yeah he got fired for it that anchor was like a very highly regarded anchor in that market too was my understanding and like that was a laughing stock because it somehow got through, you know, there should be several yeah. layers before something gets on TV. Or at least one. Steps. At least yeah. one layer. Yeah. One layer. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, the same thing had happened to Tom years ago. Remember the guy who was doing the overnights at the queue and he got arrested? Do you remember that story? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You're standing you stand, right behind standing right me. Behind you. I was listening live when that was happening. Oh, were you really? I'll never Crazy. forget it. It was the wildest. Because when you said his name, I was like, is he talking about the guy who just got done doing overnight? <laughs> yeah. I literally had trained him in that week. Oh, really? Yeah, that week. And then um, it was like his, I because I was going on a deployment, and then he was supposed to take over. It was like his first Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, probably Monday. And I they, Robert, they were reading a story about 
all of a sudden Tom jumps on air and he's reading this news story about, the, and this guy had a very unique last name. Yeah. Like it stood out. Okay. It's the guy. It's yeah, the yeah. overnight guy. He's <laughs> standing right behind. What do you do? What he do you got in trouble for? for um, he would sexual uh, harassment. Yeah, he <laughs> would get pictures of women um, either off their you know inner either um, um, their email or, or get access to naked photos and then blackmail them into either doing stuff or sending more stuff. Um, I was like, Do you remember how we took care of that? What, we just got rid of his key fob? No, but I mean, you remember how we how we segued out of that and then off the air what happened? No. Oh, you don't I, remember that? No. All, all I remember is you saying the name on the air and then it got dead silent in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and, we all, and I was listening from home because I was all excited. Wait, well, like, and somebody on the air goes, do I know that person? And you go... Oh, you know that person. <laughs> like, he probably, like it, so how, how did you get out of that? I don't even remember. I suggest that he, it's time for you to go, pal, right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I, I why he would have stayed, I will never, if you know, because he had to know he was going to be in the news, I would assume. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. I think he was, from what I understand, he was kind of sticking around and like helping out with a few things, and that's why he was still at the studio. Yeah. Because he... He came from the other station. Yeah, but he had been basically, he was arrested like three months prior. Yeah. And they were still negotiating what it was that they were going to charge him with and what he was going to plead guilty to and plead innocent to. And then he would he didn't tell anybody that this happened. No, he didn't. So then all right. of a sudden when we caught wind of it and the news broke, oh, I mean, the station, and I get it, you know, management was pissed that they, he was sitting on this and he allowed them to go through the interview process, hire him, knowing that he was probably looking at some jail God. time. Yeah. You know, i got to be honest with you, Chris. The next time Hannah walks behind you, I'm going to go, careful, Chris. She's right behind yeah. you. What do you think? She's actually right here. And I <laughs> oh, there she is. Oh, Hannah. I can assure you Hannah has <laughs> never been arrested for anything other than maybe that really wild spring break that you – the wild spring break. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag <laughs> worth it, Hannah. Um, well, there no, was that I've one never murder. Been arrested. I've never been arrested. I can, I can proudly say that. There's still time. Why, is your family wired? Is that what you're saying? What? Is your family wired? Is that why you've never been arrested for all the... <laughs> I can, I'm wired right now. She's actually. wired right now. <laughs> I'm wired right now, actually. You have to tell Hannah. us if you're wearing a wire, Hannah. That's part of it. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> Have you ever been, you guys ever been through something like that? A TV studio, I doubt it, that you've had some guy shows up for work who committed a felony and stands uh, right behind you. Not quite like that. But oh. She's hiding her mic. <laughs> Was it Ron Majors? I'm not sure. My mic is off. I'm not sure. <laughs> she took her mic yeah, off. Yeah, I probably, I probably shouldn't say anything. Was it Ginny? Did she get arrested? No, oh, no God. I, I can remember something going down not that long ago. But I, I, I yeah. yeah. Never mind. Listen, our industries, our industries uh, seem to do something to attract a certain no <laughs> on an yeah. unrelated note kq92 yeah. is now hiring a new yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly yeah. Oh, yeah i remember when i got oh. hired uh, at disney and they were like basically they sat down with me and they're like listen do you have any dwis and i was like no i don't and they go listen it's okay if you do we'll take anybody it doesn't matter right just tell us and i was like no it's fine but going back to the story about having to like deliver news i the first time i was ever arrested this is you can look it up. The I, first time first I was time, ever arrested. I was, I was nine years old. Nine years old. What? Yeah, I was nine. And I'm from a small town, so obviously word spread. But it made the newspaper. And how I know it made the newspaper was I was the town paper boy. So I was covering up that piece of it news <laughs> when you're delivering it. It was it was me and my buddy Nick. We got arrested and it made the paper and we, they didn't use our names because we were juveniles. But it said yeah. like boys, comma, nine arrested for breaking and entering. <laughs> and I was delivering the God. newspaper to people <laughs> to their house. Okay. I was arrested for breaking and entering at nine years old. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, so arresting a nine-year-old is a little much, don't you right? think? Well, I mean, when I say arrested, obviously, you know, the cop never put us in cuffs. But oh, yeah, good. He, he, he pulled up and he took us <laughs> off our BMX bikes and he, he put our hands behind our backs and he walked us into the back of the squad car and then drove us home. Yeah. Yeah, no lower the camera enough, yeah. no. so they gave up. The placard I was holding up was written in cram. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hannah, really quick, how is Brady sleeping? He he's good. He slept eight hours last Ooh! night. So oh wow. He's in this little it's called a Merlin suit. Do you yes. know it? Oh yeah, like, they look like starfish. Yes. Yeah, that was his first night. I think what he is liked that? it. It's like this padded marshmallow yes. suit uh that you have to put them in, especially if they should show any signs of rolling and you can't swaddle them anymore. So they look yeah. like do you remember oh, on the Simpsons? They, they look like little marshmallows. Yeah, they look yep. like a big yeah, marshmallow. So this is your husband? Yeah, no, her baby. Just I also put diet. I was worried. <laughs> I want one of those seeds. <laughs> you got me on no, that. Uh, <laughs> they look how they spot. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and I got to tell you, by the way, every morning I know how to get to work because of you. I want you to know oh. that. You stand there and you go, here, Tom, here's the avenue right here. If you could steer him away some days, that would be yeah. fine, too. Yeah, I take him on a very long detour route, like go down through Iowa, go <laughs> come back. Here, come back this way. Just go to Boise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Oh, but in any well, case, thanks, it's, thank Have you. You too. Bye. Congratulations again. And I just had a baby. I had no idea that thing existed. Oh, yeah. No, so, so you start off with a swaddle either. where they're like little uh, Hannibal Lecters where you put their arms down and then you swaddle them like really intensely. But the minute they start showing signs of rolling over, you have to kind oh, of yeah. pivot. But yep. they still have these crazy hands that they'll wake themselves up by like clawing their own faces. So it's kind of like on The Simpsons when uh, the little baby's Maggie. in that little Maggie's in that little starfish uh, oh, yeah, like, right. snowsuit. It's exactly oh, like that. Is this Merlin suit where it's padded, but their arms can still kind of move? Uh, the Senate Democrats also put Diane Feinstein on one of those. Two. <laughs> I did. I saw that <laughs> one every sure night. Yeah. yeah, she didn't know she was in there, but yeah, does it claw her own face? I'm gonna ask you a question that you brought that up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So there is a balance in the universe because you got Diane and then you got Mitch McConnell. Yep. And they both went into what? My <laughs> like, God. Mm-hmm. One from both parties. Yeah, Good. yeah. One Good is move. whose body is completely breaking down. The other is like mentally short circuiting <laughs> and yeah. stuff. And then, yeah, it's a it's nice. a crazy crazy place. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's an onion headline last week that oh. said family torn between putting dad in hospice or the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, that's funny. There you go. Yeah, I mean, honest to God, what what was she voting on again? And they kept going. Dan, so yeah, this is the part where you have to vote. Yeah, she had no idea what the hell she yeah, was supposed to do. Yeah, there was something about I don't know if I don't know what that particular issue was, but I know the big concern was just judges because they need every single right, vote in right. the Senate to approve because oh, yeah. that's something they can do, and that's something you make a difference is getting your judges all over the country. But they needed because then Fetterman was somewhere he had like depression or something right. and was being treated, so he was right. out. So they needed Feinstein, who was. Uh, nowhere. You'd think for a party that was like pro-choice, like choose not to be a lawmaker anymore when you're yes. 90 years old and let someone else a lot of money in it. come in. Yeah. Now, McConnell, what, what happens to you when you just all of a sudden stare straight ahead and don't move? Or gaslighting everybody. They're like, <laughs> no, he's fine. He's clearly not. What right? do you mean? Not That's fine. not... And it's not even like a partisan thing. Like, just no. get him out of there. You can't right? tell me you can't find another conservative in the entire state of Kentucky that... They got some. Yeah. In Kentucky. They yeah, do. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand. It's like, it's time to go. It's just you know? wild. That person's making decisions uh, exactly. for all of us. Mm-hmm. And Great. I wouldn't trust him with an iPhone. It's almost freaky when you watch, uh, like, the black and white. Like, we were talking about, like, Kennedy and stuff, yeah, where yeah. it's, like, the 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 60s, and you see all these young... I mean, obviously, you would want, like, women and minorities there, too. But just see, like, young, vibrant, like, lawmakers, mm-hmm. yep. and you're like, oh, man, that's... That's uh, impressive. Well, I guess in the House, you have a lot of that. You have a lot of yeah, young you lawmakers yeah, there. True. But the Senate is just dinosaur central for the most part. That's a big job, man. That job yeah. pays very, very well. And they never want to give up that power. And there's the prestige. It's every <laughs> yes, six sir. years. It's yep. You look at the House, like yep. there's just a bunch of riffraff, you know? It's true. Well, like Chris Eggert, riffraff. There's uh, no question about it. But he's I think ours. I'm going to run for Senate. Yeah. Ask not what your Dean, country can do for Dean you. Dean Phillips is going to run for president. I'm running for Senate. Why the hell not? <laughs> I haven't seen Dean since he did the podcast. He came in and asked me to, to endorse him in the podcast, and I haven't talked to him since. 
you think guys would be smart enough that if you came all the way to ask me for my endorsement, that once you got elected, you might want to call me and go, hey, thanks. Yeah, don't Are that. they that stupid? Yeah, I think they, I think they are. They, right? I, they got to be. I mean, if he's, if he's actually considering this, he's for sure stupid. I mean, the smart, <laughs> the smart play is just oh, like, okay, go. let this play out. Because, like, yeah. there's eventually there, – I mean, <laughs> Biden is life – he's term-limited by life. I mean, even if right. he wanted to be like, I'll stay in here till I die. Right. like, okay, so three more years. Like, there's still <laughs> – it's three not more any. years. Yeah, three, three more, more yeah, yeah. years. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, I have sorry. a joke in my act where I talk about how he'll be the first president we've ever had that'll be assassinated by a breeze. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of, you know, and I feel for a secret service. Like, what, do you jump in front of the weather or a calendar? Right? Like, there's nothing to, uh, but yeah, so then I think that's a smart play. Is, you, know, well, you let 2024 play out and then you run again uh, after that in whatever capacity that is, because I don't think Kamala's got a lock on the nomination and I mean maybe Gavin Newsom but then it's going to be the free for all you want but the worst thing you can do at least within your own party is be the spoiler to be the right, Ted right. Kennedy yeah. or Ronald Reagan with Gerald Ford where you just tank your own right. guy yeah yep. I just really wish I had somebody to vote for I still cannot I look at all these people and go who the hell am I going to vote for well Chris Eggert yeah, that's right. I'll vote for Oh, uh, Chris has got to go, by the Senate. way. I'm running for Senate. Well, also, yeah, but for Senate, you could probably keep your job because it's not like they work that much either. So we'd still have you here. <laughs> Hold uh, on. I got to go do the podcast. I need to. Yeah. I, need to yeah. I think that'd be fine. <laughs> well, that's. But like getting to your point, though, it's funny, too. You're like, I wish I had someone to vote for. And you're like, okay, well, let's see who the other people are that are running. And you're like, okay, I guess there's a reason it's these two still, right? I it's guess. There's nobody. There's, I got nobody. On either party. It's like, this is it. This is the best I mean, we that's got. just the nature of politics, though, yeah, anyway. It, is. it's it, just, is, yeah. it, it brings out the, the power hungry, the craven. It's, I think Dave Mordahl had a line or something where it should just be like the person that you have to drag in there kicking and screaming. Like <laughs> yeah, who doesn't Colin want the Powell job? Or whoever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good idea. I wonder how he's doing. You talk to him? Uh, I have. I Not too long ago. I'll, I, I got to shoot him a message. Him and I got to hang out. You know good. Colin Powell? Wow, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> well, just, she killed well, him. I don't know if I that message know. is going to be received <laughs> anytime soon. I call him P-Dog, so yeah. All right. Bye, Chris. Bye, Chrissy. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Thanks, Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial interview, your evaluation, I guess they would call it. But, yeah, we love having Chris Eggert on. He's been around forever, and so it should be. Don't you think? Love Chris Eggert. How are you doing on time, Pally? I, I got all the time in the world. We're having a ball with around, you. Yeah. You are. You're a good guy to hang out with. Thank you. God, I hate being nice to people. It makes me really uncomfortable. Do you want me to, on the, during the commercial break, should I be mean to him so he gets both sides? <laughs> yeah, there like you good go. Good host, bad host. Yeah, Listen, you piece of shit. You're I like, oh, my God. It together, oh, we've worked with people like that. I will tell you that. You might like him, but I, like, oh, God. Okay, they're hoppy. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as they hit a major milestone. 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. To say thank you, each of their locations will host a local Community Appreciation Day. Join Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or St. Cloud as they roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, they'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates near you this Saturday. That would be August 12th. Join Hubbard in Ramsey at Power Lodge from noon to 2 with uh, Tom Bernard and Score North Swag. Plus, someone who registers to win on Saturday will score a pair of Gophers Corn Huskers home opener football tickets. That's on August 31st, of course, which is not that far away anymore. Lower level seats on the 50-yard line, too, by the way. They're great seats. Follow Power Lodge on social media as they unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies. From the top brands in power sports. That's right. 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. Mark your calendar for this Saturday. Get in on the action during the 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where throttle therapy begins. 
The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Tom Bernard Morning Show here. Uh, I was talking to Robert about his shows, Rudy, and maybe you'll relate to this too. Robert, you live around the cities here, right? Yes. And so you have family members that still attend your shows when you're here? Uh, well, I'm, I'm at Acme around once a year. Okay. And so that's usually the one that they'll, uh, that they'll go to. Cause there's several to choose from. There's a lot of great comedy places, uh, in the twin cities. There's a great scene. What but, kind uh, of friendships do you have? Are they the type that's to call in and say comp these tickets or will they just buy it on their own and surprise you? Both. There's definitely both, <laughs> yeah. which is nice. Cause then I can use the comp thing for a, a, another favor or yeah. something too. Or like they'll, they'll go out of their way to really help me. And they're like, Oh yeah, if you could just give me a ticket or something like done. Absolutely. Yeah. You move that bureau in here. Yes. Yep. I can get you one ticket, but only one thousand uh, percent to my show. With that. You so, guys are yeah. wheeling and dealing with your plus or your comps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's funny. When, uh, we were just talking about Dave Mordahl. He uh, had a show that he randomly did. What was the name of the place over by Lilydale? Joke Joint. Thank you. Um, and he had, I was all excited. So I was on the morning show with him and he was like, yeah, I'm just doing a run of like five shows. So I was like, oh, I'd love, I'd love to go. So I just jumped on there without talking to him. And I was like, VIP tickets are $2 extra. Sure. I never VIP anything. Did not think that I would be one inch from the stage <laughs> with somebody I know. It was, the, I felt the whole time I felt like a stage mom, just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it was, I was, I, worst experience of my life. And I even talked to Rudy. I'm like, if I go to a show, like, do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to not tell you? Where He's like, as long as you just sit in the back. And I was like, done. Mm-hmm. Now, who was it? Uh, Mordal when I went oh, to his Mordahl, show. Yeah, and okay. I was like an inch from the stage. And I was just the whole time, <laughs> you're doing great. Yes, this is me. Oh, oh, oh. you know, like I couldn't. I felt like I had to just completely be this big time cheerleader because I knew him and how awkward. Well, you have a hard time shutting up too. This is true. I mean, that's the other part. Let's be oh, honest. I would never talk during a comedy. You show. liar! Oh, I could see you doing it in a minute. I would. Well, that joke was okay, I guess. Let me. I take notes <laughs> and then give them after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Hmm. There you go. No. Yes. Really, really nice, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations to Darren Cotton. He won tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar tomorrow night at Target Field, courtesy of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer. Uh, Darren Cotton, you're going to have a good time. First of all, Target Field, hell of a concert. Yeah, and is that the one he won through our app? Yep. I'm not telling you anything. Yeah, I think he actually, so if he you did, listen yeah. via <clears throat> our app, yep, if you listen did. for an Absolutely. hour a day, you get automatically... Uh, registered for these tickets, so... Ticket, yeah, we're going to do a lot of giveaways like that now. That's a good thing. My mom's pissed. Why? Because Beverly can't win, and she listens three hours a day at Why least. can't she win? Because she's related to me. It's another what's last, thing. What's her last name? Stoffels. Okay, well, nobody would know. Yeah, well, they know. <laughs> they're not, not going to remember. Unfortunately, the company, I think they know. But, yeah, she's she's like, I put in the hours. I listen to you every day. I know a guy could probably get her some tickets if she wanted some. All right, I'll work on it. Okay. We'll see Just if she find out what it. she wants. Yeah, all right. You're we can get sweet. her tickets. Not a problem. He's not going to hear uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot live, though. I saw 
Pat's Pat's no longer. Too many people have been shot to death in this country. <gasps> or like, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. She yeah, won't that do that. Was, she won't do hit me with your best okay. shot because that's. I I'm not her agent. I'm just saying what? that's. Uh, she stopped uh, doing that song. I would assume she's talking about a verbal shot. I never thought she was. There would be. Yeah. A no. Shot. I thought it was just Shoot like your a shot. Like a, yeah. Wasn't it just like okay, try picking me up, like a, you know, hit yeah. me with yeah. your yeah. best yeah, shot. Yeah. 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 I think it's uh, clearly not about guns. Oh, God. But that was, uh, yeah. I would be pissed if I was going to that show and knowing that, like, one of her, like, most sure. infamous Hit me with a pillow. Yeah, <laughs> I great, mean, great also, just based yeah. on the demographics of who's doing right. mass shootings, yeah. I right. doubt Pat Benatar is the artist that they're... She's going to change the tide. You know, there's she no socially right. awkward 19-year-old boy listening to Shadows of the Night or something yeah. and like, oh, man, just, writing out his... Kill list, yeah. <laughs> and a, an acquaintance of mine was the music director for the Twins, and would you know in between you know the block up songs and in between innings, and how he got fired. No joke. They had a memorial for a an officer who was shot in the line of duty, and after they had this, I mean, at home plate, they had the the roses out there, the family, everybody's crying. The second it's done and people are clapping, like you know, thank you for your service, and the American flag is waving. Dan decides to play Pat Benatar's "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." <gasps> Why would you do? No. Why would you do? That? And the the like his boss came running down the hallway and he's like, "Turn that song off." He's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Turn it off." And he's like, oh, "Okay." And he switched the song quick and he's like, "What are you doing?" Never put two and two together. I get that. That, but yeah, but at the end of the season, they're like, "We're gonna let you go." And he goes, "Was it the Pat Benatar thing?" And they're like, "It was totally the Pat Benatar." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when you're just in it, you're so in it, like your job, you don't even realize those no, things. Oh, I would never yeah. do something. I know like you that. wouldn't. No way. You're so you are you are thoughtful to a point where I go, nobody else is thinking that. You'll go, oh, I said this or did that, and I go, nobody else is aware of that. Like Maybe. let it go. You're very thoughtful in that way. I'm the one left. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're the one left. Thoughtful person in the world. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, how do you make a decision but hit me with your best shot after that? Well, there's a reason why he only spent one season as the Minnesota <laughs> Twins music director. Well. He, he was not good with decisions. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. I guess not. Although you think he'd still be with the twins, because I feel like that ensures job security yeah, over there is not making good decisions. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, let's hang on to Joey Gallo. He's in yeah. line. Oh, a Joey Gallo shot. That's because of your wife, isn't it? Huh? It's because of your wife, because yeah, she's Italian. Yeah, she's Italian, yeah. <laughs> we, th- there's only ever been two good Italians. One's my wife and the other's uh, Gary Gaetti, and that's it. I that's, love Gaetti. Those are the only two. Gaetti's yeah. a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I love that man. But... You know that nobody, because I made a couple of comments during Twins game, like, I wonder if he's going to kill anybody. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Joey Gallo. What do you mean? I said, Joey Gallo, killing people. I don't know what you're talking about. Joey Gallo is one of the most famous mobsters of all time. That's so weird that nobody knows that. Yeah, or just the fact that, you know, Gallo sounds Italian, and Italian is... Yeah, that's well, exactly... It's so I mean, funny, because I feel like there's layers, because I kept going, like, when you would say that, I would think, like, Gallo's humor, like, the Gallo. Gallo's humor, that's so, yeah, there's a number. There, yeah. I feel like it's layered. I, it's mm-hmm. hitting all of mm-hmm. us. It's all layered. There's Gallo wine, of course. Of course. Maybe I that's believe. why he's still on the team, is he's got some dirt on Rocco. Mm. You know, Rocco oh, like, well, let me tell know. you a thing, Rocco. It'd be a shame if these photos got out of you with the... Uh, some of these boys that were the twin, like, oh, crap. All right, he's still on the You're team. In. Yeah. I don't know if you guys would remember this, and maybe you, you, you never even heard the name, but every time I hear Rocco, Rocco Baldelli's name, I hear in my head, Rocco Altobelli. Do you remember that? No. Oh, he was a, he was a, a hairstylist. Yeah, His I mean, name was Rocco Altabella. Yeah. You remember him. Well, yeah. That's got, even more ironic if he was a hairstylist. Stores. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rocco yeah. Altabella. He's got uh, stores, but I never heard the song. Rocco Altabella. That's how all of his commercials started. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they did. Yeah, ask, you remember those. Ask any kid who was a turnkey <clears throat> kid during the 80s. We know all of them. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's Maybelline. Maybelline. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know all of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you have it. Yeah. All right, so what else is going on in the news? Anything good? Let's see. In the news, I was just looking at something. Uh, oh, yeah, you'll like this. Uh, Zoom orders workers back to the office. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Uh, the firm said it believed that a structured hybrid approach is the most effective with people living within 50 miles of the office, and people are kind of attacking the company because the whole it's all built on Zooming. You know, we've been Zooming for the last three years. So well, tough titty, go to work. Um, how, do you feel that way? Where, where, if somebody told you... You'd have to come in 
how would you respond to that? I had, did I have to come in? To the office. Well, let's see. I didn't do the show from KQ for 25 years and then asked if I could come in. How do you think I felt? I don't think it went well. <laughs> As somebody who's been not. on those calls, I don't But you think... have to understand something. After not being around radio people for 25 years, to have to be around them, no way. You're a trendsetter in a way that, I mean... Ooh, a trendsetter. Because oh. you started working from home from the first person I'd ever known that yeah. was working from home remote working remotely where I was like shocked everyone was always that was the big thing we'd give tours of the studio and they go I heard Tom doesn't even do this show from this uh, station anymore right. and I would had this line I'd say oh yeah it's a give and take sometimes he comes in sometimes he doesn't oh <laughs> he never doesn't. came in never <laughs> no, but I always had to play the like <laughs> light and fluffy oh yeah sometimes he does do it from home I kind of forgot like <laughs> you know what's really weird about that Robert and I'm telling you you used to have to walk through a door into a room, go around the, the little table sitting there, and open that door, and that's where the studio... I even hid the studio in my own house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't come in here. And I always thought, okay, it was so glamorous, so I used to work the overnight and get Tom's you know line all ready, and we'd talk real quick. Um, when you say get his line ready, are we talking... Cocaine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I was worried it's going to be like... That's definitely... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Get his line ready. I just finished yes. mine. Which, but that's a moderation because he's getting Moderate. his lines ready. Like I'm not doing a lot of just it, one line. One line. I'm older. I just need the. The fact yeah. it's not plural is yeah. pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I would be hearing these beautiful, majestic birds, and I'd go, God, it must be beautiful where you're at. And I message him. I go, Hey, you know, one day I finally got the courage. To be like, Hey, um, Tom, what kind of birds are outside your window? And he goes. Oh, no, I'm playing Tiger Woods golf. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Yeah, there were no windows in that studio. No, but, like, I had the image of these, like, just beautiful macaws sitting near you. (laughs) They were, and Tiger was hitting right down the middle. Right down the middle. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.